Welcome to Board Game Basics, episode number 14. I'm Patrick. And I'm Robert. Each episode, we'll try and talk about a board game and a card game. Uh, so, have you been this week? I've um, gotten a cold which um, triggers my asthma. Yeah, so that's been a bit of a pain for you. How about your leg? My uh, foot's getting there slowly, yes. Nearly, nearly walking normally again, but it'll be a while before I play football. Yeah, later we'll, pro- um, we'll do our top three games. Oh, yeah. We'll um, we'll do that after. Right in my bedroom, we're getting ready for the next episode already. It is looking a bit of a mess. Why is that? Because I've got the game that I need to play for next episode to get myself a refreshment on it. The cool thing or the thing about that game is that it takes the whole room, being crossbows and catapults. And and actually, it's like Warhammer... Warhammer Except um, it's different because you've got these big things that you move around. Yes, it's a dexterity-type yeah. game that you work with. Okay, uh, today, you want to start with our first game? So the first game we're talking about is Sheriff of Nottingham. Okay, maybe uh, you want to read a bit out of the, the booklet there that talks about... Prince Jones' lust for gold has finally gone too far. He's ma- he has made it impossible for a merchant to make a living, being taxed as much as we are. Now he's got the greedy sheriff of Nottingham checking everyone who comes through the front gate for a contraband, meaning all the good stuff he's trying to keep for himself. Hmm. Good thing you know the sheriff better is better than Prince Johns does. That. Shifty, no good, greedy foe might be intermediate when he stands in front of the city gate, but let's be honest, he is not above taking a well-placed bribe to look the other way. You have come to Nottingham with your goods on market day, and the only one thing standing between you and your hard-earned <laughs> profits in the sheriff, all you need to do is bluff and bribe your way past him. Or maybe tell the truth. Well, in hold Sheriff on. Of how, Nottingham, how often do we tell the truth? I always do. Oh, it's interesting because some people tell the truth all the time. That's like what I, I... I tell the truth all the time and say... I, I say that I try and trick him to make looking in my bag so then I get money from it. <laughs> some people never tell the truth. In Sheriff of Nottingham, you are a merchant trying to deliver your goods to market. Players take turns assuming... The role of the the sheriff, who must decide which merchant's bags to inspect and which to let by. As merchant, your goal is to convince the sheriff to let you in, and by any means necessary. At the end of the game, the merchant with the most wealth wins. Okay, so this game is our card game, I guess, this week, because you have a whole heap of cards that are your goods. Yeah. The and cheese, the bread, the chicken, the apples. So really, the only thing that isn't card, which makes it still count as a card game, is the bags and the coins and oh, the Sheriff the of Nottingham. He's this really cool-looking cardboard figure. That gets passed around. So, so, basically, the aim of this game, get the most money, the most points. To do this, you sneak your, the goods past the Sheriff and get them onto your player mat. So, each player... Gets one of these player mats, 
and it's got a place for your apples, your cheese, your bread, the chicken. Now, each person, the person that gets the most cheese gets a bonus of 15, second gets 10, and it goes like that for each of them. And then at the top, there's a sneaky little spot there. For the contraband, contraband. which is where you can get the bonus points. Mine one normally have zero or one. I normally try and sneak quite a few of those in here. That's why we all go for you when we're sheriff. Yeah, I know. Because we know you're going to do it. So, each person... So, let's say you're the starting player. Uh, Well, actually, I'll just quickly have a look here. So, on BGG... It's rated at 7.2. So, three to five players... Take 60 minutes, age 12 plus, yeah, 13 plus. 13 plus. Wait. 1.6. So 1. it's 6. not a heavy game, but there's enough in we it. We had our good. rating at 8. Yeah, because we really like it. Mm. And it's actually on the um, Dice Tower Essentials list. So What's that? Oh, that's where they have their list of the games that they recommend or they help bring to oh. the table, I think. Yeah, that's what I asked you about once. Um... Okay, so let's say you're starting as the um, sheriff, the other players and I, so it could just be one other player. No, it has to be two. We... Three to five. Yeah, so one other player from me. Oh, yeah. And you, <laughs> so the, the the board gets set up, You each player gets their own uh, player board, player mat. You then set up a draw pile in the middle of the table. With a big stack of cards. I don't know how many cards there are there. It's like oh, 216 good cards. So that's a lot of cards. Um, and to the left you have a discard pile face up. And to the right you have a discard pile face up. Aren't you allowed so you to take see. the discard pile? You can. So your turn. Um, first of all you go to the market. So while you're at the market... You, you have a couple of options. Um, on your turn, you may set up to five cards from your hand face down and then draw the cards again um, until you have six cards in your hand. And you can do this with... You can either take them from the random draw pile so you don't know what's there or you can take some from the discard pile. Which you know what's there. So you can see. So you might see there's apples on top and a contraband underneath, and you go, oh, I really want that contraband. But two apples could be handy as well, so I'll take three. You discard three, you can choose where to put them, I think. What yeah. I would, what I want, like doing is discarding my contraband and then picking up the good ones. Yeah. Because you can actually get um, uh, bonuses from the good ones. Yeah. Which so, is what I like trying to yeah, get. I know, you often get that, so... Alright, so you've gone, you've collected, you've got a hand of six cards mm. with, could be four apples, two cheese, or... And um, if there was a contraband bonus, you would definitely win that. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so on each card, it's got a, a point value. So if I've now in my hand, I've got some point cheese. Point value is the gold, but so, so it's the, um, the ch- red is the penalty. Yeah, so there's three gold on a cheese, and there's a little bag down the bottom... With a number in it, two, and that's the penalty. That's what the sheriff has to pay you. Pay you if you have that with no contraband. Yes, so that's where the game begins. Okay, so now you need to load your little bag that you're given. So each player is given a a little purse bag type thing, the size of the cards, 
and you must put one good in there, at least one, and you can have up to five. So you load it up, but they have to be all of the same type. So they have to be all apples or all cheese or all bread, but you can sneak in contraband with it. So you might have three apples, two contraband, and you say to the, well, you're the sheriff, I have five apples. I can't say something separate. I've got to say, I've got five apples in this bag. I, I hope you believe your bag. me. I clip it. I, I clip it together. There's a nice little. Well, we clip don't on there. do that because one of our busts. When we one of ours pulled off. I'll just I make a little. Check your bag. Clip sound. I That's shall check cool. your bag. So now let's see. Well, Ooh, first before you do that, every, every, everyone has to go around and say, yeah. "Look at the sheriff in the eye." I have three chicken and then you look at it and you think about it so everyone goes around and does that now for each player there's a minute so you have if there's three of us playing two minutes to decide if you're going to look in this bag or not and just while we're saying this we if you're playing three players the cards get adapted a bit differently as opposed to a four or five player game and there's a, a cool sheet on the back of the yeah. Book. Um, so then, I might say to you, please do not look at my bag. I'll give you two coins to look at the other player's bag. Well, now I know there's contraband in here. Well, you so. don't know that. Wait, is this the one with the five in it? The oh. five apples? Yeah. All right, I'm looking at it. Okay, so you're going to look. And I found two contraband. Oh, no. You are very naughty. So then what happens? Pay the penalty. Okay, so you've looked into the bag. I've got... Three apples, which I get to keep on my mat. Yeah, and the two contraband, you don't. I don't get to keep the two contraband, on which the contraband has a payment of... you got to pay them four. I have to pay you four, but if there were two, I have to, on this is on the mead, I'd have to pay you eight. Well, thank you very much. The but crossbows I cost the most, uh, so you don't want to put crossbows in unless you've got heaps of money. Yeah. And I like the context of all the different contraband because there's like, well, there's pepper yeah. and um, mead, obviously. Uh, there were some equipment Pumpkins. cards. Oh, no. There's some cheese and then there's royal cheese, royal which is good. bonus. Um, oh, I'm just looking through here. Oh, we must have all the other there ones hidden. Crossbows. Yeah, silk, things like that. Now, once you've gone through, you've had your turn. Oh, I found the silk. There's golden apples. Mm, the meat, rye bread, green apples, silk, 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 meat. I'll just read this little example here while you're doing that patch. Crossbow, so, which is worth four. Uh, this player has four cards in his merchant bag. He declared he had four apples. Even after uh, he offered a hefty bribe, the sheriff re refused to believe him and inspected his bag. Inside... He found only one apple, one cheese, and two mead. So he had um, really nothing. He had one. So he was truthful about the apple. He keeps that. But he lied about the other three goods. So those, those are confiscated. Gilbert must now pay the sheriff ten gold. Two for each of the cheese, plus four for the mead cards. And that money then becomes handy for bribes. Later in the game, when yep. he is bribing... What do they do with the other cards again? Uh, what other cards? The ones that he lied about. Ah, uh, they just... I think we just discard them, don't we? Oh, yeah, that's what we do. Um, now, 
you've had your turn. It then now yep. the sheriff token moves to the next player. You all draw up your cards. So you're back up to six. And that person becomes sheriff and now you're trying to get the goods to the market. Or get the goods past the sheriff right. into the town. So oh, I guess what happens then is you go around twice. Yeah, you go around. Till twice. everyone's been the sheriff twice. And once you have done that, that is the end of the game. I think in a three-player game, uh, it's three times. You go around three times just so that you've all had a bit more of a go. You then count up all your bonuses and um, the the value of your cards. And then add on... What is there? Is a gold value? The gold value is... Oh, yeah. So the gold there. The gold value. You also have... To finish by adding up all your money. That's what we were at, wasn't weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the end of the game. Winner is the good liar. Although, now, to no, talk about No, not always, because... No, you've won without I, I've lying. I've won without lying. And someone else won without lying. And people kept trying to say, you should put some contraband in there. It gives you more points, but I didn't listen. No. Because then you have the money that... The... Because you guys always go... It pretty much everyone else goes for the contraband, and I go for the um, real stuff. So I'm like, I cash my contraband in and get some of the better stuff. Yes, so yeah, it's not too bad. And so, no. what do you think of the game? Um, I think it's actually really good. Mm. We this is a game that everyone we've played it with has really enjoyed it. Yeah, and they're not necessarily uh, board game people. But the board game people that we have played it with as well really Loved enjoy it. the game. And uh, so it's, it sort of crosses over both boundaries there. Uh, what, what did you say our rating was 8? Now, what's yeah. your rating? You, I, 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 th- I still think an 8 is a, yeah. a pretty good one. I was thinking <clears throat> 9. Only takes... It's like... Um, what other games have we played that you're bluffing? Oh, Oh, I can't think at the minute. Quite a no, few. Yeah, um, it's like those. So mixed with another game, where you get penalties and stuff. Yeah, because you're getting penalties and you're paying and you're working. Your and way you're around. getting stuff. You get prizes. So your rating was nine. Nine, mine. I'm going to stick with the eight and hope to get it to the table a lot. We know Mum loves this one. Yeah. Don't know if that means because she likes lying or. You like lying. <laughs> I do not. Although, I do like to when we're playing Dead of Winter, just even if there's no um, baddie in there, I like to chuck in the uh, the fuel to make everyone think, oh, we've got, if you're collecting four medicine, and I like to just make out I'm putting a medicine in there, and it might be fuel, and then they're all like, no, there's a there's a tr- betrayer in here. No, but really, what if you actually necessarily... were the betrayer? Yeah, so I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Even if I'm not, I like to make people think. That's um, what I'll, I'll... If I ever played that game, I'd like to try that one. So I'm a bit devious. So that's why in this game, I always try and sneak the contraband through. Okay, Wait, anything you else to... You end up sneaking the contraband through all the time. No. Often I get caught. Yes, especially by me. So I suggest give it a go. If you haven't played it, it's a good fun game. Yeah, me too. So that's Sheriff of Nottingham.
Okay, so now we're going to talk about Flashpoint Fire Rescue. And now, this, game... hold on, just before we go. Now, this was the first game that we bought that was a cooperative game where yeah. we all work together and I we're really trying like to beat it. I really like cooperative games because you can help people out and um, ask about their card of what they do and stuff. Yes, you do, but having said that, we were playing Arkham Horror, the card game, yesterday, and you were getting a little... I know you're not well, but you are getting a little bit upset when your character was taking damage. It kept... Ta- <laughs> it kept... You kept making me do- deal all the damage, because your one couldn't deal any. Oh, I know, I know. Okay, and, sorry. Um, so, the rating is 7.2. It was made you in 2011. It at 7.5. Yeah. On the... 2.6... For 2.6... So, two to six players, yep. 45 minutes, age 10 plus, weight... 2.2. And so they say with the community, it's actually... um, You can actually do it one to four players, mm. and it's best with four. Yeah. And on, they only say that because I could be playing two characters, like what we did in Gloomhaven once. Like, yeah. we both... You had to do two... So, it is a good game in that sense, because then you are able to play it on your own. Mm. I don't know if I've done that. but I haven't. It's a great theme, this game. Okay, so how about I go... This is a game by Kevin Lansing. Now, I'm just going to read what it says on the front opening bit. also says it on BGG. The call comes in. 991-911, what's your emergency? Now, in Australia, 000, but anyway. On the other end is a panicked response of fire! Moments later, you... You don the protective suits that will keep you alive. Gather your equipment and rush to the scene of a blazing inferno. The team has only seconds to assess the situation and devise a plan of attack. Then, you spring into action like the trained professionals that you are. You must face your fears, never give up, and above all else, work as a team because the fire is raging, the building is threatening to collapse, and lives are in danger. You must succeed. And you, you can actually sort of like, if something, if fire comes and hits you, you've got to go out to the ambulance before you can keep going. You do. Okay. So do you want to talk a bit about the game? So I've just got one of these um, reference cards. So the actions. Move costs one AP, which is action point. Yep. Move through fire, two AP. Move with victim or hazmat, two AP. Moves are to any adjacent space. Open slash closed door, 1 AP. We never really close the door unless there's an explosion about to happen. Yes. Extinguish smoke. AP, action point. 1 AP, just, action point. You can just say action point. Exting, extinguish fire, 1. Wait, that's... Why? I thought it was extinguish fire, 2. And extinguish fire, 2. Extinguish in space or adjacent space. Chop, 2 AP. Drive, 2 AP. Ride, 3. Crew change, 2. Fire deck gun, 4. So, just before you go too much further, what happens is we lay out a board. Get the, there's a board in there. Double-sided. The it's double-sided. You can choose. We've chosen the harder side with the advanced rules. Yeah, but you just start with the yeah. beginner side and then you we, can go to the second we did a, story uh, we, or whatever. No, nah, it's just the other. Oh, yeah, you got to get the expansion for that. Um, and we were actually pretty good this game if we did it when we did it last time. The board then has a building. It's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine build, nine rooms. Or more. 
Or less. So it's a lounge, a games room, or whatever. And they're on a grid. Now, this grid is um, distinguished by, at the top, it has a triangle. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And down the side, it has dice. One, two, three, four, five, six. So six-sided dice. You then, to, to play the game, get two dice that you roll. You roll them to decide where you're going to be putting fire, mm. where you're putting your person that you've where, then got to go in and rescue. Where you're firing the deck gun. Where you're going to fire your favourite deck gun that all yeah. you ever do is do the deck gun. I'm always the driver slash operator, which gives me the fire deck gun for two, and I get a re-roll. Yeah, a you flick like... of the dice or yeah. a re-roll. So that's your favourite player. So what happens is in this house, you then, you then place out uh, how many characters? Up to five. Yeah, okay. Um, I think... And they start outside of the building where there's a door. Yeah, so... I normally want one to start on one of the trucks. And I can just drive it. Oh, yeah, I was meaning the victims. Oh, the victims? You roll for where they start. Yeah, and how many go on the board? No, it actually says where they start in here. Oh, yeah, in the beginning one, it tells you where they start. Yeah, that's where they're supposed to start in. How many do you put on there to start with, though? Three. Okay. Right, so then there's three, and now there are dummy ones, because you're trying to save the um, uh, seventh yeah. person. Seventh, some are dummies, some are animals. So we, I always take the animals out. Yeah, because you don't want them to burn. No, <laughs> that's cute. And um, <coughs> and one, the last time we were doing it with um the guest we had in episode ten, mm. Hamish, um. You said, because we kept flipping over the fake ones, (laughs) and you were like, they sent us on a royal goose chase. Yeah, I know, because it feels like they're all fake sometimes if you're doing that. Yeah. Okay, so then you you, you set up the place. You've got your three question mark, are they people in there or not? Yeah. You then roll for fire to get this fire started. No. no, Oh, no, they give you a beginner. That's right, they do too. So they say, okay, place your, this is for the family game setup. Place your fire markers at the board. Two on the that, six-sided that's dice. A set, no, that's the setup you always use. Two on the eight-sided dice. And then the fire is in the building. As you play the game, and you roll for smoke at the end of your turn. Right, so... One, once you roll for smoke, if the smoke goes next to smoke... It turns no, in... smoke next to fire turns to fire. Smoke next to fire turns smoke to fire. Smoke on smoke oh, yeah. is fire. If you roll to put smoke again and it's... On smoke, it, it turns, turns into fire. fire. But if it's fire on fire, it's explosion. Yes, that's right. And the explosion goes out in both directions. That's why it's always good to have a door closed. Because then it just blows the door open for you. It blows through the whole room. But the good thing is... <sighs> You can get explosion. you can get the door blown open by an explosion, which is like we're well, trying to have the explosion where there's doors surrounding it, and then it just explodes all the doors out, and then we're like, yay, we've got new doors open now. And you do have the little damage cubes, which are limited to twenty four. Uh, now you can use them to you chop the wall out, but you need to chop the do it twice in the one spot. And then you can get in and out through there, but the problem is there's only 24. So when they're all used, the house oh, collapses. So this is the turn order to game end. So one, action phase. Spend four AP on actions, save unspent AP up to four. Some give you five AP you can spend. 
to advance my Rolfus smoke, re- do ex- deal with the explosions if needed, mm-hmm. um, flashovers if needed, hazmats if needed at hotspot. The first time Flare we played, you don't put needed, the hazmats in. but Add hotspot. Resolve knockdowns if needed, which is when you get knocked down and you have to go to the ambulance. Yes. Resolve lost victims or um, fakes. Three, replenish... Put more... If less than three, roll and place them. And then game in. Building collapse, old damage markers placed. Victory, seven or more victims rescued. Defeat, four or more victims lost. And that does not count the dummies. No, so... They, on the um, back of the, uh, the the rules book, they give you a quick start, set up the board, take your action, start your turns, plus um, you've got those little player reference yeah. cards which so make I'll it easy. So, I'll just say the characters Oh, yeah, the characters from. that we have. So, these are the characters that you can choose one. In the base game. Hazmat. Uh, technician. Yeah. Technician. Technician. They get four ter- action points yep. and they dispose. Two AP remove Hazmat in your space from the game. Then the... Um, yep, so they get rid the of the hazmat. That lets you identify one AP reveal. Flip over. Imaging technician. Any un, un, unidentified victims or fakes anywhere on the board. For They get four t- things per turn. So the next one takes three. CAFs, firefighter. Three free extinguish AP. Fire mm. extinguish AP can not be saved. Yes. Five so generalist. 5 AP, no special abilities or But oh, they get the extra turns. Yeah. The extra point, the shots. Rescue specialist, 3 movement AP. 3 free movement AP. Chop, 1 AP. The rescue specialist pays double AP cost to extinguish fire and smoke. Free movement AP cannot be saved. So he's four, good at... They, no, so, yeah, so, and they get 4 AP per no, turn. She, she, she's good at um, just coming in, chopping the wall out quick, get him out. And you can rotate through the characters as you go through the game. We don't. Do, we normally just say if someone wants to buy a different, use two action points and get a different one, mm. which we don't normally use. We have no. used once. I we think we tend to stay with the same. Yeah. Um. So the next card gets four action points per turn, and there that's the paramedic. Treat one AP. Place a heal marker beneath a victim in your space. Treated victims may not move with a fi- may move with a fighter without being carried. The paramedic pays double AP cost to extinguish fire and smoke. Yeah, so it's costly to get the. Uh, the last two ones that I've been before. So four AP fire captain, two free command action points. Command on your turn, you may spend AP to move other players. AP spent this way, are the as the at the normal movement cost of the player being moved. Free command AP cannot be saved. So that's okay. good for the person who wants to be the boss. And I've direct been, what's happening I've been the game. that one before but I didn't really like being it they tend to do a bit less during the game yeah and this is the one that direct. I always do yes I 4 know. AP driver slash operator fire deck gun 2 AP when you fire the deck gun you may re-roll either one or both dice once the each pro you revolve you may accept there is second result. That's my favourite one. So because you get to re-roll, but you yeah. do get to fire. So the when he fires the deck gun, it goes into a a quarter of the board. 
you roll the two dice. Now, if it doesn't hit on one of the dice, you get to flip that dice over to see. And if okay, it doesn't hit again, it, you still you it can doesn't, re-roll. No, you're not allowed to re-roll if it doesn't hit again. No, I was saying if if the thing doesn't land in that space, you flip the dice over. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then, if that doesn't get what you want, you then can roll again. No, but if it isn't in the area, if it isn't in the quadrant you're in, you still have to re-roll. You have, you have to flip. Yeah, you can flip the dice and then... So it just makes it a little bit easier. You have to flip easier. the dice until you get a good result that's actually in your oh, area. Yeah. Pretty much. But, no, you've got to flip them until there's something in your area, yeah. but then it doesn't mean it's on the fire. Mm. But it just has to be in your area, in that quarter. And there's actually splashovers with that. So it actually splashes yeah. everywhere around it. Your, your deck gun is a good one. But the only problem with that is you like to just sit out there and drive around putting all the fires out, which is fine. But then we've got to rescue these people out of the building. No, but the, the bit that I do actually helps more than actually putting the fire out from inside because that costs more. Yeah, but then we have no one inside bringing the people out. You guys, I don't normally say... Right, you're going to stay in there, I'm going to stay out here. Once I entered, because there wasn't much point being outside on the truck. And then eventually, when I had to, I got back out there on the truck. Yeah, and then you're just driving around, a little kid driving around on the truck. Didn't I rescue someone when I ran in? Yeah. Because no no one was near it. it. That's the only advantage. If you're driving around on the truck, you can get somewhere, get in, save someone. Yeah, and I can actually drive either. Um... And then to win your your rescue, your seven victims. That's a really fun game. Yeah. Um, and there are expansion. expansions. a lot of expansions for this one uh, that they've made. Do you want to just maybe read those ones out? Oh, what they are? Um, so these are the expansions. Extreme Danger, Second Story, Urban Structures. Urban Structures. Honor and Duty, Vigid... Vigid... Uh, hey. That one there. The one dog there. one. Oh, veteran and rescue dog. Rescue dog is actually a character you can be and you get 12 movements per oh. turn. What? How do you know that? It says right there. Oh, what? The dogs that... I really want to get that dog one then. I can yes, dog I know. You, you originally were going to buy all the expansions for this too. The problem is we have too many games and then you go, I can't afford to buy an expansion for everything. <laughs> I'm sure everyone has that issue. And I was going to say about these little miniatures of them. Oh, so yeah. they actually look like they actually look like real firefighters. Like they have the hose, they have the oxygen bottle and the mask, and the helmet. Yeah, the miniatures are really cool. So each player has a fire man or woman that they then move through the board. As and sometimes doing it. they get sent back to the ambulance if the fire hits them. I don't know if everyone else does it, but I'm always like leaning my guy over, psh, putting the fire out. Yeah. Move. That, when the I fire out. the deck gun, I get re- I do this with when I do it with the deck gun. I go like I have it there, and then I point <laughs> it up. You do, and then it just goes. There's a lot of role playing games, and then just in goes the, splash everywhere. So again, you know, as a game for people that aren't really into a lot of board games, like Hamish, he enjoyed playing this with us. Yeah, and we were really actually able to it. show him how you can play a game where you're all working together. He actually to really liked a goal. this one. Yeah, I know, and uh, so again, I think this is a game that's good to get people into. It was our first co-op game. Yeah. And anyway, I I enjoyed it. I really enjoy co-op games. Just reminds me of my um. Just reminds me of other games that we have for co-op. 
Yes. So, what and do you rate this one? it helps me work out strategies for others. So, I would rate this at a 10. 10? You, you give it a lot of 10s out, don't you? That's and because you, you love games. 10s and 9s. Uh, I'm going to give it... Um, if I look at it and go, oh, for... For a game, uh, okay, let's. I'll say an eight, right? Because I, I think it is a good game that we can all play together. You went, you went point five higher than what um, we rated it at. Yeah. Than what you rated it at. But that's because I know how much you like it, yeah. and then when you have a friend that likes it, again, we can get it to the table and have fun. Mm. So that is Flashpoint Fire Rescue. I also yeah. would suggest give that one a go. Or if I anyone wants to borrow it off of us, yeah. you're welcome to. Sorry about that, but um, we're just going a little bit over time. Hopefully, you don't mind. So, now we're going to talk about our top three games. Otherwise, we'll never talk about them. I know. We we keep saying we'll do it, and we never have. And just while we're saying this, we'd love it to hear from people with their favourite three games. We've had some people write in, which has been great. We've really enjoyed that. But everyone, just if you can write in, we'll enjoy it. Now, this is something that I've had... I've thought a bit about over the last you know, a few weeks, and I've broken it down into three sections for me. So, I found, so I'm 41 or whatever it is I am, life has been in a few stages. So, so for me, my life, when I was up till 20 years old, I I would play different games because I was in a family that didn't really play a lot of games. Catapults on there. Yeah, yeah, no, sneaking a peek. Um, I was in a family that didn't play a lot of board games. We'd play some, and it was a very basic type board game, but I loved them. So I was after games that I could play with other people. Now, the three games I've written down from when I was up till 20, say, one was Billionaire because I have great memories of that game. Yeah, yeah, that's so fun. It's a good fun game. It's It's hard to win, though. It's hard to win, but that's fun. Um, because we used to go away at Christmas and we would spend every all that time, we go time at away our auntie's with our house. Family, even now we still play it. Like every time we go away with our family, pretty much every they pretty much always bring it. Yeah, I know because it's a fun game. Mm. Then obviously back when I was ten, uh, Monopoly was a big deal for me. I used to love playing it. We've talked about that in the past. I'd play it till the death, and it probably everyone hated playing against me, but. Oh, I loved it. I think a lot. I think you don't. I think you sometimes get annoyed when we when I say we got to play till the end. Yeah, and sometimes you want to have a break up. And the third game play. that I loved that went along with the by this time eighties theme of things. It's not. It, I used to love He Man, and that was a TV show, cartoon show. Anyone listening that's older like me might know it. It was a great little TV show. Probably not so good now if you look back at it. So I had my Castle Grey Skull, so I'd play with those little miniatures. But the dexterity game I had that I loved in that same era was one called Crossbows and Catapults. Uh, it's a game with these little little things. You build a little fort. You uh, then have to move your characters out and blast the other fort down. Yeah, and blast... No, you, the aim is to blast their captain over. Oh, well, mine was... Yes, but mine was different to this one. Yeah, I saw... I, I've got... Two, there's two of your pieces in that Yeah, box. the old ones, but... Yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. And then 10 years ago, they released this one. We'll talk about that later. That's the one that I've got right behind us. That you're playing for next week. Yep. Because you love it. Um, 
So I have so many memories of playing crossbows and catapults down the passage of our house, on the carpet, getting angry when I couldn't flick it properly, or my sister and someone walking down the passage to go to the toilet, stomping on it. Ah, what are you doing? I've been testing them today, so then I know how good they are and see if we need to make any improvements so they can actually fire it properly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so anyway, they were the three for me from when I was like up till 20 years old. And then now if I go, okay, the next phase of my life was from then being 20 till 40 when the kids are starting to get to an age where they can play games. So in that in-between period, um, playing with partners and things like that, I've, I've lifted the three games as... A fun one is Uno, because if people don't like games, yeah. I've always been able to play that and get that to the table. I I like doing Uno. I know you do. I will come to that in a minute. Uh, so, although it's a basic game, it's always a game that anyone can nearly play. And we have some friends that we play board games with all the time now. We It started by just pulling out Uno on a camping trip, and then we're all saying we love games. And next thing, it's brought us to here mm. where we are now. So that is amazing. Another game I had a lot of fun with through that period was called Taboo. I've seen that Playing one. Playing with different groups of people. I remember when um, we went game. somewhere and you played it. Um, with friends. Yeah. And I was doing the timer. Oh, yeah. You like doing the timer. I find it fun just doing the timer. Yeah. And watching it. And the other game after meeting Nicole, my now wife, was Scrabble. Because I love she's Scrabble. good with words, and so obviously it was a game we could play. That's the one that I that actually helps me learn my spelling, and that's a really good game. It does. So I I, I say those three games, and then now getting to now, so how I am right now, I've got the three games now. Did you want to go net with your three games, or do you, you want me go to go now. with mine? Okay. So the three games I've got that I'm at the top of my list right now. One of them is. Uno again, because we've played it. We've played it a lot. That's like the main game we play. We can play it with anyone. We've played it on holidays. It's an easy little deck of cards. And again, playing it with friends got us to where we are today because it Mm. then introduces you to other things and And meeting people that like other games. And then also what you like, you get games based on that, and that makes you like, um, it makes... um, it's, it makes a board. You get a board game that you like about a scene that you like, yeah. and then you keep getting other themes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It and spreads out. It keeps getting more themes, more but themes. B- because it's a game we can play as a family. That's definitely top three. I know it's an old, boring game that some people might not agree with, but Uno. that is the reason for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's an old game, and yeah. a lot of people probably don't. It like is really it, old. The next game I have, uh, it's a toss between two, because when we have our game nights, often it ends with Dead of Winter, which I love, because or, I can mess it up. Or Gloomhaven. Oh, no, that just hold That's on, happened just sometime. hold on. Uh, so, I like it that in Dead of Winter, I can mess it up a bit and have a lot of fun. Um, whether I'm the betrayer, I've been the betrayer twice in a row, and then the next time I just kept putting out uh, fakes. So that people knew, thought there was a betrayer. Or Catan, like those two uh, two games, because again, Catan is a. Uh, That's a, a nice fun one game. to end the night. We sometimes end the night with that one because it relax- it's relaxing guys, yeah. and it's really not that bad. It's not too hard. It's an involved enough, but you can play it quickly as you, you get quite good at it. But probably my favourite game at the moment, and we had our first 
character retire last night. The brute retired. It wasn't me. I haven't even found what I'm looking for, and we're like I've nearly found 15 what I'm, games in. I've nearly found what I'm looking for. Is that would be mine looked for already. Gloomhaven. So I'm really loving that, to the point where we had friends buy it. And I remember writing a question to Tom Vassell, who does the Dice Tower, and I asked, this is over a year ago, oh, that you love playing games. Is it a game? And I knew he recommended it. Is this a game I should get for my son and I? I remember you saying that that you wrote that in to me. I did, and he and asked some questions, and he said, look, it because, you know, it's a lot of money, and he, he said, oh, I can't say I don't know, and that's totally true. But because our friends bought it, we got to test it, and all you wanted to do is play it all the time and join in with us, which was too hard because we were at like a four adults. Yeah. Then we bought it, and now and we then, have and it. And now I'm really happy that we actually <laughs> have it so I can play it. Yes. Yeah, so. But we don't always get the time to play it. No, because it's a long game, especially playing with you while you're we, younger yeah, and you're still We playing. thought of actually making, you thought of actually putting a games table under our real table so that we could have Gloomhaven set up under it. I know. I've got to do it, though. Yeah. You I, definitely now, do. I know Gloomhaven is a game that... It's, it's, it's for older people than you, right? Mm. You, you understand all the mechanics. You love the game. The only element, like a lot of the games that you struggle to deal with at the age of nine, is taking damage Especially and if you don't have much damage that you can take. Yes. That gets me really annoyed. And, and you get frustrated, but... You're yet to die in a game. You're the tinkerer, which gives you a long life. But I don't die because I've got the perfect... I've chosen the right cards. Yeah. That can help me. And the tinkerer for you is the perfect character. Anyway, we should talk about Gloomhaven one day on this podcast. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, so we won't go into that. So they're my three games. So if anyone's interested, that's um, my picks. How about you? These are my three games. Ticket to Ride. Oh, of course. Because you love trains. I didn't even think of that. Yes. Yes, Crossbows and, and Catapults. Yes, because that's a good dexterity game that yeah. you like to play. Mm. And Test Match, the Test Match Cricket. Oh, yeah. So, you, so uh, Test Match Cricket. So, mm. just quickly and explain And my one will that. change a lot. Yeah, yours changes a lot. Although, having said that, we played Rising Sun the other night. Oh, you loved I love that. that. I, I set it up the day before after we played Blend Coffee Lab. And I'm like, now we got to play. I'm like, I'm like. You promised we would play it. Oh, I know, I know. Um, and just Test Match Cricket. So in Australia, we played cricket. Um, comes from England back in the day. We play cricket pretty much everywhere we go. Yep. It's, uh, it's our sport. Like when we watch movies in America, they're always playing gridiron or rugby or whatever. You, you know, not rugby, gridiron, American football. In Australia, it's cricket. And, now, um, now, hold on. So I'll just explain. So what the Test Match is, is a little field... You have little players that sit and there, and a, uh, just hold on, and a ball gets rolled down, rolled towards the batter. The no, batter whacks it's like it. A, it's like a real bowler. Yeah. Because it's like they're like got their arms ready to bowl, and then you got to choose if they're bowling fast, slow, or something I like that. Um, so the ball comes down. The, the, the there's a little um, mechanism at the other end of the field that whacks it. And yeah. if it goes into one of the fielders, you're they out. catch it. So he's saying that. I and wonder if, if there's if a... If you have more uh, than no, two on. players, you can. they actually can move the fielders around. Yeah, yeah. It's like a real game. You yeah. move the fielders around. But I was just going to say, I wonder if in like America where baseball's huge or Japan, if they have like a, a baseball edition of this game because it would play exactly the same, just on a field and you whack um, the ball. So give us feedback, email us. 
and um, Twitter. Yeah, well, Twitter. Be good if someone share us. Gives us their top three games or yeah, t- top three any games. feedback. We yeah. or you can comment in our um, page where you get your podcast or mm. whatever. Give and, us a review. Um, so our email is mm-hmm. boardgamebasics at out podcast at Board Game Basics podcast at outlook.com yep. and our twitter is bgb at board game basics one no, board game basic one basic one with a capital b for board i'll put I'm it in the show making, notes i'm always making a mistake with the twitter bit yeah i know um okay so i think we're just about done for today yep uh anything else that we need to talk about please mm-hmm. um Share us around if you can. And um, write email in if there's a game that you think that you would recommend for us. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, a game for us to be playing. All right. So thanks for listening. So that's bye from me. And bye from me. You know, I really like that song. Me too. Um, we got a tweet. There's a tweet from Cloak and Meeple um, about these really cool stackable game containers. Oh, yeah, I know. That's and that you can actually cool. store things in. And um, we now we, all we need is... We've got the Windows 10. Yeah, and now that. all we need is a 3D print, painter. Oh, yeah. Well, how about painter. I just go out and printer. buy one tomorrow? <laughs> Yeah, but they're cool because he's got mm. these little trays that you put your bits in while you're playing and then you just tip them into a bag. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm. Um, oh, you got your first, while well, I'm thinking of it. First runs. First runs and, and a wicket. I I bowled it, but it was a no ball. No, the no. first one. Yeah, but then your other one. Yeah, the other one. They caught they caught off your bowling, you got a wicket. Mm. So that's good. Well done. What has wings, feathers and fangs? Wings? I've got no idea. Count Duckula. <laughs> What's striping and jumps? No idea. A zebra with hiccups. <laughs>